right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. But today on the show, it's one of our monthly trailer roundup special episodes, and Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year will be joining me again to talk about some of the movies coming out in September. We're going to take a look at some trailers and try to just figure out what's going on with these movies and what they kind of reminded us of just based on the trailers. And uh, then we'll see. Maybe we'll end up covering some of these movies once we get to see them. Before we get to it, as I do with all of these trailer episodes, before that, we want to get to some listener puzzle pieces And while I didn't have a lot this month, I did have two really good ones. So let's get into that first. Starting out with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, a movie that I covered here on the show with Mikey VIP. And Paul Hibbard, friend of the show, wrote in Old Boy as a puzzle piece because of how the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles learn how to fight in this version of the story, which I thought was a great one. So right off the bat, it's a great listener puzzle piece. And the other one. Strays, the movie that we did a live show over at Maya Cinemas on, and Joe Black, who you've heard here on the podcast many times in the past, wrote in with Road Trip because of the scene where the dog gets high and threatens his owner to go make him some blueberry pancakes. I love that one. I wish I had thought of that at the show. That is a perfect puzzle piece. So thank you, Joe, for writing in with that one. And for all of you listening, uh, if you enjoy piecing it together and you are a subscriber, which hopefully you are already, uh, make sure whenever you listen to an episode, if you think of any puzzle pieces that we didn't bring up, to write them in. You could either do that on social media, at PiecingPod. My email address is on the website, PiecingPod.com, or you could check out our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, to get in touch. And I look forward to hearing from you. And with that said, let's get into our talk about the September 2023 trailers. All right, Jason Harris is back with us for another month of trailers. Jason, how's it going? Dave. I ate a breakfast burrito today, so, you know, pretty good. And uh, your dog, who's visiting, is trying to hump me, so... <laughs> Max, what are you doing? Things just keep getting better. <laughs> Ankle humper. Not even going for the right parts. This is going to be a weird one, huh? Jason's here oh, in my he's house. trying to bang your dog. Why is he humping everybody? What's happening here? <laughs> oh, boy. I, I, I Oh, he's starting again. Okay, uh, yeah, we got to get to trailers today, and Jason's here at the house, actually, with me. This is the first time in a long time, but, uh, you know, it's always fun to do these in person. And uh, we're going to do our usual thing, which starts off always with looking back at what we covered on last month's trailers and seeing what we actually got around to watching. Let's start it off. Uh, Shortcomings, I still haven't seen. I really want to. I've heard nothing but good things. I've heard the same thing. Let's go. It's out of the theaters. Bring it on to streaming. Let's watch it together while the dog humps us both. (laughs) That seems like he's humping over there again. That seems like a good plan. Uh, Next up, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, which we did do an episode of Piecing It Together on. Um, I liked it a lot. One of the better movies this year. Yeah. Now, does that say more about the Turtles or the movies this year? It's a good movie. It's fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, 
The next one, one that I'm in the minority on, but I fucking loved, Meg to the Trench. I went and saw this in 4DX with my mom, and we just had such a blast. Seems like it's making a lot of money all over the place. Uh, yeah, I wasn't yeah. going to go see this in the theater, but it does seem like you and your mom perfect uh, setting <laughs> yes. for you two. Absolutely, yeah. We, we had a blast. And yes, it flopped here in America. It literally flopped, but overseas, it's made over $300 million. It didn't so. literally flop. It did. It didn't fall down. It, well, it didn't fall down on its face, but uh, I think it made sixty million off of like a hundred and fifty million budget. Like, I don't think this is the market. For it's it, not. Right? It's just simply not. But we yeah. don't have appreciation for, as they say on the big picture, the garbage fish movies, right? <laughs> yes, garbage fish. That's what it is, and it's one of the better ones. Uh, next up, another one I'm in the minority on, uh, but in the opposite direction, Gran Turismo, which the full title is Gran Turismo colon based on a true story. Uh, I thought this movie sucked, but apparently everyone loves it. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. People do like this one. I haven't seen it. Uh, maybe when it comes on streaming, but you know, hey, David Harbour picking some interesting movies. He's like doing yeah. all these like kind of like under the radar things and they seem to all be working, right? Yeah, no, like, absolutely. You know, the Black Widow, under the radar. <laughs> oh, yes, that was a little under the radar for sure. Uh, next up, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Um, which I I was mixed on, mostly negative. Uh, it's actually next week's episode of Piecing It Together at the time of this recording. Um, it's fine. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. I'm right in the middle on it. Did you see it? Quick update. Your dog is now hiding under my chair so the other dog doesn't hump it. Smart, smart move by Harvey. <laughs> the last voyage of Chuck over here. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, no, I don't want to see that movie. I didn't hear good enough. It's not really a you movie, I don't think. Uh, but a you movie, I feel like Jules is a you movie. Uh, did you see that? Jules, no. You think I'm, uh, you know, the old Ben Kingsley one? With, yeah. That might be. You know, I do love those, like, uh, you know, kind of uplifting uh, British seniors when they do stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I heard this one was just kind of bland and drab. So. No. Yeah. I'm actually, like, I think we might have said this last month. I'm surprised this even came to theaters. Like, yeah. It's a weird choice. Just but... go right to BritBox, baby. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I do want to see it, though. Um, the next one I wouldn't have watched even if I was paid to make this podcast, Heart of Stone, the Gal Gadot movie on, on Netflix. Uh I think the point here is uh, you're not monetizing the podcast. Yes, I, I really should. And then I still won't watch that movie. Um, but that was another it just came and went, right? Like, yeah. Dude, she just keeps doing this movie over and over again, right? Yeah. She did the one with Chris Evans earlier this year. And, you know. I'm whatever. sure if you ask Netflix, though, it got 9 billion watch minutes. Though, yeah. Well, so. they won't tell us for real. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, next up is Blue Beetle, which was a, a lot better than I expected. I had a good time with it. I do have an episode on the way. Uh, it was fun. It was one of the better DC movies for what that's worth. Yeah. You know. James Gunn taking over <laughs> DC and it's about time. So yeah. we can finally get some good DC movies with James Gunn. Yeah. I know what you're doing, Jason. <laughs> I know what you're doing here. Uh, <laughs> last one from last month was Bottoms, which isn't out here in Vegas yet until tomorrow, actually, at the time of this recording. Uh, but I'm looking forward to Me it. Me too. We yeah. like uh, Emma Seligman and uh, all the stuff and all the people in it. And uh, let's go. 
Absolutely. Let's start talking about some September movies, starting out with The Equalizer 3, which will be in theaters this weekend. Uh, it's the finale, question mark, of the Is Equalizer it? trilogy. I guess we'll find out. Who's going to equalize things when they're unequal, though? They said they want to make the prequelizer with oh. uh, John David Washington. They got that, and then they got the Equalizer TV show with Queen Latifah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So. There's a lot of equalizing to be done in uh, the world, apparently, you know, and there's only a few people who can equalize things. Did so. you watch the show? The show with Queen Latifah? Yeah. As Jay Sherman would say, uh, Queen Latifah? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't watch the yeah, show. No, me neither. I, I was telling you earlier uh, that I, I can't remember anything about the first two Equalizer movies, but I will be going to see this one with my dad this right. weekend. Right. I saw so. the someone posted that link that said it was like an unofficial sequel to Man on Fire, right? right. You yeah. know, which it looks like they all look similar. That safe house, this one, right? They yeah. all look the same at this point in time. But this looks pretty good. By yeah. the way, I didn't see Blue Beetle. Um, oh, yeah. So sure. um, this does look pretty good. He goes to Italy to retire. And of course, he uh, he thinks things are equal, but they're not. They're not equal. They're not symmetrical. But a slash through the equal sign. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so what does he do? He's, uh, I got to come out and retirement and equalize these things but it seems like he's gonna like equalize the entire mafia or something sure so um it looks pretty good <clears throat> the whole first uh bit is um like uh where like he's like you know walking through a house and you see all these dead bodies and it reminded me of kind of spoiler alert but if you listen to awesome movie or it's not the end of ghost dog where he goes and takes out like the whole mob family oh that's a good one yeah yeah, yeah so um, and then, uh, I looked at my notes here. I wrote down Gran Turismo, which is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Gran Torino. Gran Torino. Yeah. There where an go. older man just, uh, F's up a whole, uh, group of gang members and gangs. And then I think you got a little, you got a little bit of taken in there, obviously of sure. like, it's not the daughter, but it's like, Hey, you missed with the wrong family and now I'm going to equalize you. Yes. I've got a very special set of skills. <laughs> I'm going to equalize you. There you That's go. That's a terrible Denzo. That I'm was really bad. the truth. I'll guarantee you that. Yes, absolutely. I, I think you're right, though. Gran Torino is a good one here. Uh, you know, this is kind of Denzel mixed with something Clint Eastwood would do. So, I mean, it, it fits really well. Um, the most obvious thing, John Wick, you know, just the this small story just going big and now the whole mafia is involved. So uh, I, I had John Wick on my list. And the other one I had was Breaking Bad. Uh, just that effect of like this guy being smarter than absolutely everybody in the planet and, you know, can do anything at any given time and is always going to win. I like in the preview where he grabs the guy's like nerve on his hand and he goes, that's a level three. If I get to level four, you shit yourself. <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh <laughs> uh, boy. Next up is Aristotle and Dante discover secrets of the universe, which will be out September 8th in theaters. This is based on a major coming of age story uh, about two young Mexican boys, friendship who their relationship is blooming. And uh, I, I don't really, I'd never heard of this, but apparently it's like a phenomenon, this book. I didn't know about it. I do know it's produced by Lin-Manuel. Where's my impressions say? They're terrible. <laughs> That's not a good one either. You need to rap if you're going to do a I was born on the Isle of Puerto Rico. Grew up speaking Spanish. That's why they call me Chico. You know. There you go. Uh, I know nothing about this book. 
I mean, I kept waiting for these two to bang out. It looked like that. Yeah, that's what's going to happen, I believe. Oh, is it? I so. think so. I mean, that's what I got out of it, unless yeah. I'm completely off base. Right, so. it's just they're good friends. So, yeah. I mean, you want you want to take Call Me By Your Name, and I'll take Brokeback Mountain. And- sure, and I have Love, Simon, and Moonlight. <laughs> so, yeah. I, mean- <laughs> I did put Luca, because that was a good one, where oh, yeah. two mismatched friends, uh, and they're always like... One's got to travel here. One's not uh, used to this place. So that was the other good one. I, Luca was good. Better movie than got credit for, I felt like. I think so, too. I, I feel like every recent Pixar movie is like unsung. Like they all come out. Everybody just, they go under the radar a little bit. They make money because they're still Pixar. But then everyone just kind of forgets. Well, Elemental is like the big surprise hit. Because remember yeah. after the first week, oh, it, it, it tanked. And then it just stayed and just kept making money. Kept making so. money. So... Next up, we've got My Big Greek... Next My up, Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. Ay-ay-ay. <laughs> coming out in theaters Opa! September 8th. Opa! It's like you broke a plate at a Greek <laughs> restaurant, but you just broke the title. I broke the title on the podcast. Uh, are you a fan of these movies, Jason? I've never seen any of them. Yeah. And I probably should at least see the first one because it was such a huge hit. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, I, I'm sure I saw the first one when it came out, but it's been a million years, and I definitely didn't see the sequels. So. Yeah. And this one, they all go to Greece for a family reunion. Which seems like the thing that would happen in my big fat Greek wedding. I know. Greek. What is the uh, Greek equivalent to, hey, mambo, bumbo, Italiano? <laughs> I guess it's da 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 right? Yeah. So, because I feel like that song's got to be in there. Sure. Um, this definitely uh, brought me to the last season of The White Lotus with yeah. kind of that kind of uh, geography porn. Here we're in Greece instead of uh, Italy. <clears throat> and, uh, when I think about great movies set in Greece, I uh, I went right to Before Midnight also. So I thought that was a good one. Also, I was trying to think of like a family reunion movie. And, I, I, you know, we're getting to the holiday seasons. You ever see Home for the Holidays, the Thanksgiving movie directed by Holly Hunter? I don't think I ever did. No. You got to watch it this year around the holiday season. All right. Well, it's good. That's, that's a good one to throw in there. I will. I also had White Lotus, actually. Um, so the other one I was thinking of is Mamma Mia 2, because I believe that that one was all lots of flashbacks to the original, too, and stuff like that. So, I, you know, that is, when are we going to get my big fat Mamma Mia? There you <laughs> go. I that's... feel like that's the uh, natural <laughs> crossover here. So next up, we've got A Haunting in Venice will be in theaters September 15th. Kenneth Branagh continues his uh, mysteries of, can you say his name for me? Oh, Hercule Perrault. Perrault, there yeah. you go. Yeah, uh, this one has more of a horror vibe, which I think is probably a smart thing. I think this movie might make the most money of any of these. Three. I was excited about it. I saw the first one, the, the what's the first one? Not the Death on the Nile. The right. Mur- Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. Thought it was all right. I mean, I've seen the original one by uh, Lumet also, I think, directed that. Yeah. Don't love don't love either of them. But yeah. um, I don't know if I want to watch Death on the Nile, but I do want to watch this one. I was glad he kind of did a tonal shift with this supernatural situation and are like ghosts haunting it. And it's uh, Michelle Yeoh, right? Who's yeah. Who's like, who can, who's like a medium and Tina Fey's in there. It's like a nice great cast it seems Definitely. like it seems like um he's got a you know we know he's good at genre filmmaking so i'm excited i, th- I think it looks good um <clears throat> the first thing you see are these people in masks and i just wanted to say fidelio <laughs> it definitely had a eyes wide shut type vibe to sure. it right yeah. and then you know i was thinking about like because it all looks you know all of these are kind of single locations right it was a train it was a boat this looks like a mansion yeah so i wanted to go with those 
mansion murder mysteries. I, I put Stoker, which I think we mention here more often than not. Probably. That's, yeah. That movie's great. So You know, uh, I've never seen Stoker. Let's watch it. I'm down to watch it again. We got to watch that. And uh, Clue, getting back to the holidays, baby. All right. There we go. Um, I, I threw in there Scooby-Doo because we got a spooky mystery and someone's not who they seem, you know? Uh, but then I also threw in there the conjuring movies because there's always like the, the mix of skeptics versus like, this is all really happening and you know, whether or not, you know, who, who to believe and whatnot. So, uh, you, you got that in there too. And I wish I wrote down the person's name, but somebody on Twitter, uh, said something so funny about this movie about how like. Kenneth Branagh every year is going to get to make one of these movies and nobody likes them, but he just keeps getting the money and he keeps making them uh, with huge casts. And like, I mean, they're not cheap movies. Someone yeah. has to like them. Right? Yeah. I think it's the same people who are when they're not watching BritBox, maybe there you, know? you go. So, I don't know. This one looks good. I don't know. And uh, Dave, if, if it ends with like him capturing a ghost and the ghost says, and I would have gotten away with it too, if it wasn't for you, damn Hercule Poirot. <laughs> yeah. Then you're a winner on this one. There we go. Let's hope so. Uh, next up is A Million Miles Away will be on Prime September 15th. It's the true story of Jose Hernandez. Uh, it's an inspirational story uh, directed by Alejandra Marquez Abela and stars Michael Pena as a guy who wants to be an astronaut. Starts from the bottom and now he's here. <laughs> yeah. Someone should put that in a rap song. <laughs> um, the, the preview gave away the whole movie. It's yes. kind yeah. of annoying. Um, also, doesn't look very good to me. I didn't put flaming hot in there, but it, I mean, I that's did. right. That's yeah. right. Where it is. I went with uh, people who wanted to be astronauts and I got two good ones in there. The astronaut farmer. Remember that one with Billy Bob? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember if I actually saw that, but I do remember. It's quite it. good. And then another underrated film, October Sky with a young Jake Gyllenhaal wanting to go do space stuff. Now that one, I don't remember at all. So that's why I'm here. I'm deep cuts, baby. Killing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you uh, brought some, some good ones for this. Cause yeah, I had flaming hot, which I think is an obvious comparison to make, even if it's too recent. Um, but then I also had Armageddon, uh, because they're like, you know, who else to bring to space than people who are hardworking people, you right, know? Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah. So there you go. All right, so next up, we've got The Outlaw Johnny Black in theaters September 15th, a black exploitation Western from Michael Jai White. Looks awesome. The preview didn't do it for me, but it doesn't really matter because I love Black Dynamite so much yeah. that, like, you know, let's go. Let's get this thing. So. Absolutely, yeah. Well, uh, what do you think as far as uh, pieces here? This I mean, is kind of an easy one, right? right. The it, first one, I mean, there's literally a woman who punches a horse in the preview, right? Yeah. So uh, if you don't say Blazing Saddles, you're a jerk. Yes, of course. You know, yeah. so uh, don't be a jerk. So then it seems like uh, he's pulling a scam. So I was trying to think of Westerns where someone pulls a scam and it, I, I thought of Maverick with Mel Gibson and James Garner. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Yeah, so uh, I wrote down City Slickers, but I don't know why. <laughs> well, it's a good movie. What? We'll throw it on the list. Remember when he, he delivers the cow and he says, hello. <laughs> Norman the cow. Didn't expect that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, definitely Blazing Saddles, of course. And uh, also The Harder They Fall from a couple years ago, black cowboy movies. So I Yeah, I was going to say Posse, actually. In that oh, yeah, there you so. go. That too. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, next up, El Conde on Netflix, September 15th. This is the new film from Pablo Lorraine, who did Jackie and Spencer. Uh, and this one, very different from those movies, um, is a, a vampire satire, kind of, uh, about a guy who wants to die already, basically. Uh, it's a vampire who uh, was either a government official 
when he was alive, maybe, and like murdered a million people because that's what the government told him to do. Right. right? So it was a cool setup. It's black and white. It looks good. It's unique. It's definitely like, yo, this was like a tough one to place. Right. So um, definitely thought about True Blood and those kind of uh, rich vampires and taking over uh you know society and, and what i mean by that is like the cast the the the, the social classes of society sure. i kind of got that and then uh i recently saw vampires kiss and uh nick cage he's pretty rich for a vampire type type guy and th- that movie only works because he's so insane so yeah. let's go with that <laughs> he's amazing in that movie i love him so much uh i put something i've never actually seen but i think is a pretty you know, common comparison that you would make with this, what we do in shadows, uh, the Taika Waititi, um, you know, vampire satire. Uh, but then the other thing I put, when I found out that this was Pablo Lorraine, who, like I said, did Jackie and Spencer, I, I thought this felt a lot more like Ruben Ostlin's stuff. So I put, uh, you know, triangle of sadness, the square, any of these kinds of takedowns of rich people that are just like bored and just kind of messing around and, so it just re- reminded me of his stuff more than anything. Interesting, because I didn't get like a satirical tone, but uh, maybe I'm completely wrong. Yeah, so. I don't know. I it's 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 a weird looking film. So we'll see. I'm excited look- for this. One. I am too. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. So uh, next up, Love at First Sight, also September 15th on Netflix. Uh, romance that stars Haley Lou Richardson, who was just recently on. Uh, she was good. Yeah, the uh, White Lotus. The White Lotus. And uh, Ben Hardy, based on a another big novel, the statistical probability of love at first sight. It looks like a pretty by the numbers romance, but I mean, it looks solid. I was I kind of into the first half of it because they meet at an airport and then they have a flight together, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of a cool idea for like a quote unquote walk and talk. Like we just spend one day together, but it's all airport and then you know, and the flight. Right. And I was like, Oh, the end of the movie should be the end of the flight. Right. Yeah. But then it's like, they get to the, you know, the uh, whatever the next airport and they're like, here, I'm going to give you my number. And then the phone drops and she breaks in. She's like, I don't have his number and I'm in a big city. How am I going to find him? (laughs) Right. So like that's serendipity, right. Which is what a dumb premise. I'll give you my number, but uh, I'm going to throw it away. And then you have to find me again. Like, get out of here, dummy. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, this definitely has that, you know, of course, like Curtis, uh, Richard Curtis, love actually type feel. And yeah, sure. Let's, uh, you know, with the walk and talk, since we're uh, in the before series, I'll go with the first one before sunrise on this one. There you go. So my thing when coming up with pieces for this, both of my pieces, I couldn't think of like the movie to use. I, there were more just like the ideas and I couldn't figure out, maybe you've got a movie to attach to these, but the Craigslist missed connection thing. Oh, um, yeah. You know, th- I think there's been a movie. There that, had like, to be a movie. There has to be. The other one is uh, the guy or girl that is just constantly going on about various statistics. Um, it's like, you know, I, kind of like a, a tick in a way where it's just constantly like, oh, that's actually this amount of percent of this possibility of this. Like, I know there's a movie. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it. But... A Beautiful Mind. There you go. Sure, why not? We'll use a beautiful mind as that one. That that works for me. Uh, next up, also on Netflix. Netflix has a lot coming out in September. Uh, Spy Kids Armageddon on September twenty second. We gotta stop with this. <laughs> stop with these movies already. Well, that's my question because I I didn't even like look it up because I you know whatever. But uh, has there been a lot of these movies? At least three or four plus yeah. Shark Boy and Lava Girl, which is kind of a 
spinoff. Yeah, I guess. So, like, get out of here already. Yeah. Stop this nonsense. Zachary Levi and Gina Rodriguez play the parents. I don't remember if they were in the other Spy Kids movies. Nah, I don't remember. Wasn't Sylvester Stallone in one of them? Seems po- I think that was the Shark Boy and Lava Boy. Like no, Shark Girl. No, he wasn't in that one. No, it was no. in the Spy Kids. No, who knows? They're I don't know. Good. They're all blending together. We both are clearly excited for this movie, but what do you have for uh, pieces? Uh, well, I mean, the first one I put is The Incredibles. Yeah. Um, because you know it's a family affair of uh, superheroes, right? But I don't think it's going to be as good as the. Uh, uh, Incredibles, Dave. Uh, I would say you're probably right about that. There was a streaming movie uh, a few years ago, a Zoom Academy for Superheroes. I don't know. Also, that. not good. <laughs> but I watched it. Well, or was go. it Sky High? I don't know. Uh, no, it was Zoom, I think. Okay. Anyway, they all suck. Leave me alone. <laughs> But there you go. Uh, I had Incredibles as well. Also, the Ant Man series, which you know, family is a big part of, and uh, you know, too new to actually be a puzzle piece. But uh, Blue Beetle from last month uh, is I still think haven't an- seen it since the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, I know you. We've been very busy dealing with the dogs. So you, when would you have time to watch it? But so why do you think this is a Blue Beetle? Uh, a big family affair. You know that that's the the main thing about Blue Beetle is that it was a big family movie, and that's what this feels like too. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm sure neither of us will end up seeing that one, but, uh, onto one that I'm sure you're super psyched for Paw Patrol, the mighty movie in yeah. theaters, September 23rd. I, I joke, but it seems like everyone's very excited about this. It does movie. seem like that, doesn't it? I, I don't know. I, I don't know this, uh, this property. I, you know, obviously don't have kids. So like I was never had anybody who knew these or watched these or any reason to watch these. Do you with your daughter watch Paw Patrol? No, we don't watch Paw Patrol, but I knew of it. Yeah. But there's like three of these. It's Paw Patrol. It's another one. And it's miraculous that all kind of run together in my head. <laughs> sure. And sure. Uh, the other one, I think, uh, I don't remember what it is either, but it's another one of the like, you know, superheroes. Uh, what was it like? Uh, Super Pets, the uh, the DC one. I mean, that's definitely on my list here. I put yeah. that down. But no, there was a TV show where it's like three. I don't remember if they were kids or animals, but by I think they were kids, but by day, but at night they took on like animal personas to like oh. save the world or whatever. That sounds cool. So, yeah, no, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, DC League of Super Pets, which I liked when it came out. I didn't so, see it. Yeah. It looked good. Though. It, it looks was fun. fun. And then I thought of G Force, the Zach Galifianakis uh, guinea pig movie. Oh yeah, where they're like uh, they have superpowers or work together to do superhero thing. Leave me alone. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could put uh, Guardians Three because you get the. The kind of birth of uh, yeah. Rocky Raccoon there, right? Rocket Very Raccoon, cool. not Rocky Raccoon, the uh, Beatles song. Yes. Blue Beetle. Yeah. But- James Gunn, baby. <laughs> A lot of stuff there that you just threw out. Um, I'll just add to the list, uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines, uh, just this big, giant, earth-shattering disaster, but in a very silly way. Um, and then, of course, this was inspired by my recently released The Pup Pups album, so... <laughs> Insert plug. plug. <laughs> oh God, is Harvey going to start soon? We'll see if we can get through this podcast. Um, Saw X, Saw 10. I don't know what they're calling it exactly, but that'll be our next one here. September 29th in theaters, the 10th in the long running Saw series. Um, the lat Unbelievable. Jason vamp for a minute while I give him a snack and then he'll be quiet. Dave's dog is barking. And here I thought it was dead for the last few years, but he's actually running today. 
I think they've done stem cell treatments to give this dog a new life. Unless, uh, if you've seen Dave in recent years, you know he's lost a lot of weight because he doesn't eat anymore. He just drinks the blood of babies. So, But that's also because he's Jewish, and that's what Jews do. Right, Dave? I'm Jewish. I can say that, everybody. Uh, anyway. I'm keeping all that, by the way. <laughs> Dave's back. He just had a nice uh, baby blood snack for mm-hmm. him and his doggy, and uh, we're back to it. Yummy. All right. What do you think, Jason? You're not a fan of these movies, are you? I saw the first one. I feel like maybe that's it I've, of all of them. I, I saw the first one, loved it. Didn't like the second one. Gave the third one a chance. I literally walked out of it. I kind of liked the Spiral, the the Chris Rock spinoff from two years ago. Um, it wasn't good, but it wasn't like horrible. Um, that's about that's my history with that's these movies. Four. Yeah, and, and there's about, ten of them. Yeah, total. what about the other five? I didn't see any of those. No, so. uh, this one, no, not not doing it for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, you know, Jigsaw still dying of cancer, right? <laughs> yeah. And he goes to all these doctors and uh, he he says like, oh, you told me you could fix me and you didn't. So now I'm going to do murders on you Mm. in a room because that's what I do. So that's the the plot of this one. But I mean, are they going to actually, is he going to die in this one? Maybe I don't know. Mm. So, um, but you know, at one point he goes to Mexico city and then he takes care of, you know, takes those doctors out. It reminded me of any of these like tourist movies where everything goes wrong. I put Touristas down there, but, um, yeah, the other thing is like, you know, of course, this is a contained single room, you know, murder heart thing. And I don't know if I don't feel like this the one I'm going to mention was horror, but it was one of the first kind of single room, like suspenseful thrillers I saw. And I, that was Cube. I liked Cube a lot back in the day. So I'm going with Cube. Cube is one of those movies that I'm sure I'd love and I've never actually seen. But one of these days I'm going to get to it. Um, I feel like both of the pieces I have here were themselves inspired by the Saw movies. Um, but first of all, escape room, because he's back to having an escape room situation in this one. So, uh, you gotta, you gotta go with that. Um, the other one, this old, sick, dying guy, torturing people don't breathe. Uh, obviously that movie deals more with the, uh, you know, the suspense of this guy being blind, but, um, definitely the old, sick, dying part. <laughs> and fucking up a bunch of kids. I don't so. want to see this movie. Yeah, I know it's not for you. Uh, next up is uh, The Kill Room, uh, September 29th in theaters. Uma Thurman, Joe Manganiello. Mangin- is that how you say his name? Manganiello? Sure. Know. Sure, whatever. And Samuel L. Jackson, star in this Maya comedy Hawk. thriller. And Maya Hawk. Yes, you're right. Uh, comedy thriller about criminals who. Use art to launder money? Is that? Uh, so what I got out of it is this, right? Uh, Sam Jackson and Joe, Joe, uh, like Sam Jackson maybe Mr. Joe. is a, runs some type of hitman business. Sure. And Joe is the main hitman. Uh-huh. But, you know, you can't just pay people on the level with that. So they use a failing art gallery to launder the money in where you just buy the art and then he takes his cut. Uma runs the art gallery and it's nice to see Uma Thurman. Yes. Back, you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, this was a tough one to place in, in because of those. Um, I mean, I thought like, Hey, we're using high society to, uh, again, like, is this an eat the rich type movie? And the menu really popped into my head very sure. quickly on this one. And then I was thinking of like stuff like Lord of war 
or Wolf of Wall Street, you know, rich people finding ways to out-scheme the system. Sure. Uh, and then I wanted to recommend a, a cool uh, art movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's documentary, F is for Fake, Orson Welles. No, I've never seen it. It's pretty cool. It's about like art forging and what's real and what's not. It's from like 72 maybe. So Okay. Um, but it deals with the world of art forgery. Well, speaking of forgery, I have Can You Ever Really Forgive Me? Uh, the Melissa McCarthy uh, as, a, as a writer who is forging signatures. Um, so you get a little bit of that again, you know, with your forgery there. And then the other one I had is also a documentary. Uh, My Kid Could Paint That. Yeah, that yeah. was the one I was trying to think of too. That's about the five-year-old who is like, is that kid an art genius or is the parent doing it? And yeah. That was a good one. Right on. So yeah, I don't know what to make of this movie. It looks, I don't know, it looks... I hate to say this, but it looks cheap. It, like it doesn't look like a movie that is going to make any noise. Like it's just going to kind of come uh, out and you go. Know, could uh, be like a fun rainy day movie or something. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, our last one for the month is Flora and Son, the new John Carney film. It'll be out in theaters September 22nd and then on Apple TV Plus on the 29th. Uh, it uh, stars Eve Hewson um, as a woman who's just kind of lost and decides to start learning making music and then i i believe falls in love with her youtube based music teacher um while also trying to help her i, I was really kind of confused is it her son yeah so she has a teenage son and they're yeah. not getting along so she buys him a guitar yeah and then he's like oh i want you a guitar mom <laughs> and then uh so she's like i'm gonna play the guitar and then joseph gordon levitt's teaching her the guitar on youtube and then she finds out that the kid is like a good DJ making uh, beeps and bops on the computers. They are beeps and bops, it right. sounds like. Yeah. So then they team up to do band stuff and like, who but John Carney for this? Yeah. Who but John Carney? Exactly. Can he make a boot? I love John Carney. Oh, like, yeah. He's got two once and uh, Sing Street are two of my favorites, right? Yeah, for sure. But can he do a non- music i don't think so i don't know i I think he's like carved out this niche and he's just gonna keep doing it i mean if anyone's gonna do it let's let him do it i mean and then you see this preview and it's like it looks all right but i'm like oh it's john carney i'm gonna watch it because like if anyone can pull this off it's him right so yeah so the first thing i thought of was heart hearts beat loud dick offerman kiersey clemens father daughter in a band kind of fun that feels like that and then it also seemed like, you know, we're, you know, I guess this is probably Ireland because a lot of, you know, it's carny, but like yeah. it brought me back over to England with Blinded by the Light and what that meant to the music meant to the kid and just as a family as a whole. And of course, it's Bruce Springsteen, baby. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You have to bring that one up. Um, on the music end, I went with Hustle and Flow uh, because of just like, just the weirdness and silliness of getting into the music business. And uh, it seems like you get a lot of that there. And then on the other end of the spectrum with like kind of the love story between this woman and Joseph Gordon-Levitt on the other end of her screen, I thought of her because it seems like she's falling in love with this voice. That's basically, you know, not really talking back to her. So uh, I had that one in there, but yeah, like you said, like this is a premise. It doesn't really look good, but then when you find out it's John Carney, it's like, oh, maybe this actually will be pretty awesome. So, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, I would tell you uh, last week I was watching some AEW pro wrestling and I think it was in Memphis. And, uh, I don't remember who was going to beat up whom, but, uh, at one point he was talking to the crowd and the crowd was yelling, whoop that trick. So <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> a classic and an Oscar winner. Yeah. Um, 
Hell yeah. So uh, a few other movies that are coming out in September that I actually already have like guests lined up for, so I figured we'd leave them off the list. Uh, the Nun 2, Expendables 4, Dumb Money, and The Creator. You looking forward to any of those, Jason? Don't, don't think so. Am no. I? What is Dumb Money and The Creator? Uh, Dumb Money is uh, Paul Dano. I'm not sure who's directing it, but uh, it's about the GameStop stocks. Uh, yeah, that could be fun, but yeah. I'm not really looking for Oh yeah, it's actually Craig Gillespie. Speaking of Hustle and Flow. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, he's good. Yeah. So. But is that playing like in the theaters or is that? Going? That's coming to theaters. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Twenty second, and then the creator. Honestly, now that uh, Dune Two has been delayed till next year, is like the last big action movie of the year. Like, well, what is it? I don't. It's remember. Gareth Edwards who did Rogue One yeah. and uh, Godzilla. And I think John David Washington stars in it. And it's just this big giant sci-fi oh. action movie. Well, Harvey is not looking forward to it, everybody. Harvey's done for the day, it looks like. Yeah, this is what happens when we record in person. Don't blame him in person because your dogs are going nuts, You thought he was dead, and look at him. He's full of life. He is. I I think it's all the stem cells and the baby blood. Here comes Dave. Jason, was there any other movies in the month that we didn't put on our list that you wanted to bring up? No. No. All right, cool. Is there something you watched recently you want to uh, recommend? You know what I watched that was so awesome, Dave? Uh, Not a current movie at all, but uh, 1981, Michael Mann's directorial debut. I mean, in Ferrari, the trailer just dropped, I think, today, actually. Yeah, it did. So Thief. Oh, Oh, my God. One of the best scores, like, ever. Yo, Tangerine Dream is just going nuts. But you got Tangerine Dream. You got Michael Mann doing what he does best. And you got James Caan at his most macho. Like, come on. It rules. Absolutely. I I second that uh, recommendation for sure. Uh, Jason, what's going on with Awesome Movie Year? Dave, we're in the middle of 1987, and that's been a lot of fun. We're getting a lot of uh, hokey 80s stuff and some good stuff, too. And uh, that's that's really nice. So we are doing that as we record today. I believe our Adventures in Babysitting episode just dropped. So if you like uh, Chris Columbus, that's the one for you. You know who doesn't like Chris Columbus? Josh, (laughs) our (laughs) co-host. Um, but yeah, go listen to awesome movie or you know where to find it. Awesome. Jason, as always, thanks for doing the show and we'll get you. Dave, back you soon. got some baby blood on your uh, face. <laughs> I'm Josh Bell. And I'm Jason Harris. And we co-host a podcast called Awesome Movie Year. Each season, we take a look back at an awesome year for movies, which is every year. We deep dive into these specific years and we pick out why they were such great years for films. We go over the biggest hits, the biggest flops, the best pictures, some personal picks, some cult classics. Years we've covered in past seasons include 1994, 2003, 1977, and 1984. And we've got all of film history to look forward to. So check us out at awesomemovieyear.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jason Harris about some of the movies coming out in September. As always, if you're enjoying Piecing It Together, make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really like the show, you can drop a little five-star rating and review. I'd really appreciate that. You can also make sure you're following us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. And don't forget, we do have a Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I post bonus and advanced content from Piecing It Together, Awesome Movie Year, and from my music career. Um, Right now, there are four advanced episodes of Piecing It Together that you can check out. 
and two advanced episodes of Awesome Movie Year that you could check out. And on top of that, I'm in the process of releasing an exclusive album. It's the score to a film called Jacqueline, and uh, it's a horror film. And I am releasing that exclusively only to the Patreon. That will not come out on streaming or on CD or anywhere else. That's a Patreon exclusive, Jacqueline is. And uh, so if you want to check it out, that's the place to do it. So lots of great stuff over there. Uh, you can check it out, patreon.com slash Rosen. And I do appreciate your support. So if you want to check that out, uh, you can subscribe as little as $3 a month for all of the advanced stuff. And then there's some tiers above that as well. Uh, now, I did just say that Jacqueline will only be available on the exclusive Patreon, but I'm going to close this out with a piece from that Jacqueline album, just to give you a little taste. And this is actually a really big taste, because this is an 18-minute track from that album. Like I said, this is a film score. It's a two-hour-long feature film, and so there's a lot of music to it. Um, so this one is a, a pretty big scene. Uh, the name of the track is Talking to Myself Again, Again. And we're going to play out with it and uh, hope you enjoy it. We'll be back again with more Piecing It Together real soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.